This is the Detroit is Different Podcast Network, the culture of an American classic city. This is your girl, Audra, and you are listening to Community, where we talk about unique pathways and one common goal. Um, You know, guys, we've been talking about we were going to shout some listeners out. And so this episode, we want to shout out Mr. Tim Phelps, Cast Tech Class of 84. We thank you for listening, brother. We appreciate all of the shares, all of the good feedback, and uh, spread the word, okay? Now, any of you who've been listening and following on this journey, you know exactly what I'm going to say next. I am over the moon excited to have this person in the studio with me today. Young lady, if you would be so kind, would you please introduce yourself? Hi, my name is Deirdre Roberson, and I am founder of Umelanin, along with a few other things. (laughs) All right, and we're going to get into that. So, Deirdre, how do we meet, young lady? Let's see. How did we meet? <laughs> I think it initially started when it was an email. Yeah. And then we immediately uh, set up a in-person yeah. uh, meeting right. at the Kresge Court in DIA. Yes. And we just connected, man. It was a good meeting. Yeah. Uh, in yeah. the midst of all kind of crazy things that I was going on with, like, <laughs> work and entrepreneurship and all these things. It was just like a very refreshing moment, I think, when we met. Oh, yeah, like for right sure. Right on time. Yes. Right on time. For both of us. Yeah, and this was, like, over the summer. This was... Yeah, last summer. The summer. Yep, yeah. last summer, 2019. Yeah. Yep. Very good. So, we met, um, you know, we talked about um, Stemonista. We talked about some other things, your background, um, which just absolutely blew me away, and I can't wait for the audience to find out what it is that you do and who you are and all that good stuff. Um, but for our next question, Deirdre, what does community mean to you? Um, so to me, community means uh, collectivism, mm-hmm. you know, working together for a common goal to approve the life of just not yourself but those around you, mm-hmm. um, uplifting those around you, um, Working together, mm-hmm. uh, it just means so many different things. It also, to me, is like the way we achieve a lot of things in our lives and around. I think the biggest achievements come through community yeah. when we can do it together. Mm-hmm. Um, I think sometimes we live in this Western world um, that doesn't really practice a lot of community. Mm-hmm. But I think as a black person, as you know, growing up in black communities, I think it's so important for us to have a very community style mm-hmm. upbringing or just even vision in the world and like what we want to see. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think a lot of us take that on in the way we do our life and like the things we develop, like it's never just centered around ourselves. Mm-hmm. So I was trying to solve a problem for our community. And I just think it's important and, um, that we continue to kind of grow in that way. But community to me is everything. Yeah. Like, you know, I feel like that's what, all the work that I do is because of community. That's what exactly. I'm grounded in, community. Exactly. Like, I can't, like, if it, if I had to do a lot of this thing for just me, I probably would do them. Right. You know, so <laughs> community is the backbone of the work I do. Right. The work I want to continue to do. Right. So, so you know, we, we've had some really good 
you know, deep conversations. And so this next question is a nod to the movie Brown Sugar. And so, Deirdre, how old were you when you fell in love with Detroit? Let's see. What was my exact age? I think um, I had just graduated from college. Mm -hmm. I was back home, and I was in a master's program here. Mm -hmm. Um, So I'm going to say I was 22. Okay. When I finally, uh, when I can say that I fell in love with Detroit, when I was old enough to realize the gym that Detroit was mm-hmm. and all the things I take for granted. Right. After coming back after college and not wanting to be here mm-hmm. and then ending up here mm-hmm. and then not wanting to leave. Okay. okay. You know, and I'm like, okay, I got to do these things in Detroit. Like, I got to plant my roots. I got to grow. I got to be part of the community here. Mm-hmm. Like, it just changed my outlook, you know, and it just, I just remember that, that feeling right. that would I had that sense of pride, like, you know, you can't talk about Detroit. Like, I'm from Detroit. Like, the greatest things have came out of Detroit. And, it, like, I was able to connect with that. Mm-hmm. You hear so many negative things about the city. But mm-hmm. it allowed me to connect with so many things that, that are great about the city. Right. That are great about the people from the city. Mm-hmm. And that it's not over yet. Right. You know? So, I, I just reinvested myself. And, like, now, and that's that's been almost a decade now. Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay. So, okay. Okay. I'm, like... Even all my friends that I went to college, when I went to college in New Orleans, they're like, mm-hmm. "You, you still in Detroit? Like, you're, you're not? No, I'm not. Like, I am invested in Detroit. Like, Detroit is my hometown, but it's so, it means so much to me. The work I do, mm-hmm. I want to speak from a Detroit perspective because right. you know I think it's a part of who I am. Right, so. that's powerful. And and so you, you actually, you're a cast technician. Yes. CT, right? CT Excellence in the house. Mm-hmm. And then you have undergraduates. You went to a HBCU, correct? Yes. Mm-hmm. Which one? So I went to uh, Xavier University of Louisiana, mm-hmm. um, and it is in New Orleans, Louisiana. Okay. Um, so I uh, was actually there during the hurricane as well. Oh, my but, Yeah, so it's, it was amazing to me to go down there, to be from one of the blackest cities, and mm-hmm. to go to a city as black as New Orleans, but to see the culture shift. Mm-hmm. Like, it was like you almost went to a new world. Wow. <laughs> so it was beautiful just to see, like, the thickness of black people. Mm-hmm. Like, and I think that like, even still, like, some of the work I do now, it was like I was able to see just the diversity mm-hmm. in the, in, inside of black community and black people. Like, right. from every aspect, from food to language. It was mm-hmm. just like, what y'all talking about? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It was just really cool to see. And I think it really woke me up, too. Okay. So during the, the hurricane, what years were... What, what? So I was actually in my sophomore year of college, and I believe it was... 2005 or okay or maybe mm-hmm. 2006 one okay. of, probably 2005 mm-hmm. so I was in my sophomore I just had got down there probably in school for a week oh wow but you know what the thing that took us by storm is people don't evacuate for hurricanes I had a hurricane scare my freshman year mm. and I was just like I'm leaving for this one it, we were stuck on the freeway for 16 hours I was like ma I ain't taking part of that I'm going to see my friends at FAMU wow and so that's one of the main reasons I got out, it was mm-hmm. from like not being scared. It was from mm-hmm. like, I want to go hang out with my friends and not be stuck on the freeway. <laughs> um, okay. Amazingly that we did. Yeah. Because, I mean, it really wreaked havoc on the city. Yeah. Um, and just led to a lot of different changes in what New Orleans looks like today. But Yeah. And then it, it also um, showed the world, you know, what America really is, mm-hmm. you know, uh, what, when, when, we, when we have disaster and catastrophe. And it happens to black and brown people. For sure. Uh, what America looks like. And the world saw it. You know, that was one of the 
glaring examples. Mm-hmm. Their inability to move swiftly, mm-hmm. to, mm-hmm. you know, even the treatment of people. Yeah. But even the way that this country act like they were just a broke country. We invest millions and billions of dollars in war and all these other things, and mm-hmm. you can't even invest money in your own people. This wasn't, <laughs> these right. were Americans. Americans. You know, yeah. so. And to have Americans be characterized as you know, thieves and, you know, all of this stuff. Looting and refugees. Looting. Yeah. They don't have no food or no right. home. Right, refugees you know? in their own country, in their own city. Right? Yes. You know, so, uh, you know, social media, you know, that that was able to cheer that story so the, so people could see, mm-hmm. you know, we didn't have to necessarily rely on traditional media For sure. to see how people were treated. So, wow, I didn't know you had gone through that. Mm-hmm. That's deep. That's I had a lot of friends that didn't come back to school after that. So mm-hmm. because of that, I, you know, you know the way the college system works. My mm-hmm. fast foot money was already dedicated to Xavier. There was no, oh, we could just scoot that over to the next school. Mm-hmm. They just got a hurricane that hit that school. Right. So, you know, I had to come back here. Um, but it actually led to a lot of very intense education because when I came here, I wasn't really allowed to take a lot of different classes because of the way my um, funding was. Mm-hmm. So I actually did my sophomore semester both uh, my first and second semester back-to-back had a week off went directly into my junior semester Wow! when I was in college. And I mean, I was taking biology, organic chemistry, physics, and calculus and mm-hmm. had a week off just to go back into the school again mm. in hot New Orleans weather. Wow. Like, wow, 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 wow I was wow. like, I'm out of this. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah. and, and audience, did you hear that? And so actually, uh, Ms. Roberson is a chemist, Okay. So uh, we connect because I am a mentor in one of the programs that she, she leads at the Michigan Science Center. And uh, we were just on a panel last week, and we talked about representation. It was an awesome panel. Thank you for coming. Well, thank you for the invite. Yeah, and so to have, um, you know, young, brilliant, vibrant, beautiful uh, women such as yourself, you know, to, to mentor young ladies, to have that example is powerful, right? You know, you mentioned, um, you know, you didn't see representation of, you know, a, a black chemist, that, you know. For sure. I still right? sometimes, how did I get here? <laughs> <laughs> like, what? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but we're, we're grateful that you are. We're going to stick a pin in it right now, sis, for our sponsors, and we're going to come right back, okay? You have a brilliant mind, projects, businesses, events, ideas that will make a positive impact on your specific audience, all while organically growing your brand. Knowing the importance of investing in your brand and being willing to do whatever it takes is empowering. And guess what? You don't have to do it alone. BW Creative Solutions is a boutique consulting company that specializes in customized marketing and branding. We offer creative marketing and branding with collaborative resources to bring your vision to life. Give us a call at 313-444-9385 and schedule your free 15-minute consultation. When your projects shine, we smile. Hey, we are back. You are listening to Community, where we talk about unique pathways and one common goal. And I have one of my youngest stars here, Deidre Roberson, okay? She is a chemist. You hear that? Audience, a chemist. She's gorgeous. She's beautiful. She's brilliant. And um, we're going to roll right into this next question. I ask you, what up, though? And you tell me what you're working on. What you working on, girl? So what up, though? <laughs> uh, so what am I working on? Mm-hmm. Um, so before I go into too detail, I will say some cool things that are happening right now. Mm-hmm. Um, so I am a co-founder of a organization called Motor City Steam. Mm-hmm. 
And we combine the arts and STEM mm -hmm. because we believe they work better together than apart. Um, right. And we want, and that's the way we see as the best avenue to actually engage students and especially students of color mm -hmm. to let them know that STEM is all around them, but it's very interactive and it's engaging. Mm -hmm. Not only that, um, I'm a huge reader yes. and researcher. So it has been proven that students that take the arts, whether it's acting and even like taking up dancing and mm -hmm. like even creative stuff like being becoming or learning how to be magicians mm -hmm. are 20 times 22 times more likely to get a Nobel Prize in chemistry mm. or in science. Mm. So it really is a direct correlation and we try to make sure we are always combining those things cuz so much um, you see the news and stuff. They're always trying to push art out of school, right? Different things like that. But it's so necessary, mm -hmm. um, and I think that was a necessary path for me as well. Okay, and but, th and that's powerful because um, again, you know, we the statistics are there when students are able to uh, participate in creative things, be it glee club, you know, music, hands-on art, those type of things. It increases their capacity to learn complex ideas sure. you can actually sneak it on in there right you know you just got a hold on them right they're having fun right. right they're having fun and so you know in addition to you know what you're working on for you and your your partners to uh, take the time and really be uh, very intentional about making sure that those two things happen together the science and the art right for sure yeah for sure. Uh, and the cool thing with uh, Motor City Scene, we've been around for four years, mm -hmm. and uh, we've been working on some really cool things. But recently, we were approached probably in November uh, as awardees and honorees for the General Motors African American Ancestry Network dinner that's actually happening this February 7th. Wow. So we're actually VIP honorees. Okay. Um, Congratulations. So, yeah, thank you. So they want us to like put our business out there, mm -hmm. talk about it to everybody. We have a VIP reception before and mm -hmm. then they have their huge event. I believe in Vogue is performing there. Oh, so it's like a whole thing. I think yeah. last year was Brandy and like mm -hmm. they just seen us like they saw our work on the news. Wow. So I mean, and it's a big thing for them because they had us come in and do a whole video mm -hmm. in the studio and production. Wow. So yeah. that's really cool. So that's one of the things I'm working on and actually was one of my first entrepreneurial uh, journeys that I started um, in this space, mm -hmm. um, and that actually segued into you melanin. Mm -hmm. You know, so a lot of the things I do are all STEM aligned, empowering, and in the arts creative right. sector. So mm -hmm. melanin. Um, it's actually not a made-up word, guys. It's actually the specific type of melanin responsible for the color of our skin and hair in black and brown people. Mm -hmm. um, the clothing line was started to empower black and brown people around the world and also to address issues of colorism that we experience that's not talked about enough. Right. Um, and then uh, a cool thing about the brand is we only use uh, colors based off skin tones. Mm -hmm. So it's a brand that's based off the spectrum of brown mm -hmm. and it's really cool because how many colors you can say which is why black and brown people are just so amazing like how many colors you can say you could just get so many tones out of like you right. can't do that with red right you know <laughs> you know brown just has so much in it you right. know it's just so much in it and i think that speaks to us as a people mm -hmm. like how diverse and complex and multi-dimensional we are even just our skin and, our, right. and let's not even talk about our hair right. you know so I wanted to celebrate and empower black and brown people and change the conversation because we what we're seeing in the mirror, we're not loving. Mm -hmm. you know? And it's a problem because society is telling us something different. Mm -hmm. You know, they're telling us, you know, we're not, you know, we're not light enough. We're not fair enough. That's, mm -hmm. Therefore, we're not beautiful enough or we're not intelligent enough or not. Mm -hmm. any, even if you want to look at it another way. We're criminalized for having darker skin. Mm -hmm. So it's so many issues tied to our skin. And I, I've heard people say, well, it's just skin. 
Mm. You well, you let you know live in my skin one day, and I want you to say like you know if you could even maneuver this world, you probably couldn't even do that. Right, but it's such a important uh, issue to tackle, and I thought it would be such a way to celebrate it and just showing how beautiful you know we are because I, and I'm using it in something that the world already deems beautiful fashion. Right, you know, so that's not even a question. Mm-hmm. Um, but even cr- crazier is that. Uh, Bleaching creams in Africa and Asian countries are a billion dollar market. It's it's and it's coming even coming from a chemistry standpoint, it's killing their skin. Yeah. Like, you know, you're sensitive to the sun. Who doesn't mm-hmm. want to enjoy the sun? Right. So there's just it's all these other effects too. Like by you not loving yourself, you're harming yourself, not mm-hmm. only mentally but physically. Mm-hmm. And so I really want my brand to address this. And um, I started off with the t-shirts mm-hmm. and apparel. I also have jewelry that uses the chemical structure of melanin, but um, this was the introductory line. So in the future, you can walk in and you can just think about walking in a space and you can get all your favorite pieces and all these beautiful browns, mm-hmm. name all these beautiful, awesome things from like uh, countries in Africa and stuff. I want to start pulling those names and yeah. the tones. But like even this blazer you got on, we can get that brown, <laughs> cognacs, yeah. whatever, you know. Yeah. So that's where the vision is for the future right? and how I'm just involving like science, even in the fabrics and stuff I use. So mm-hmm. I have a lot of big plans. I'm just trying to slowly just grow it out. Okay, so. okay. And I, I was uh, uh, so excited to be able to support you uh, when you were in Fairlane, you, oh yes, yeah, you, and and I stood in front of the wall with the, the and I like the, met you three days before that. Like, this is awesome. <laughs> it was pretty dope. So I felt the love. I felt the love. Yeah, and so um, you know to see the the tones and uh, you know take photographs in front of that and and then to hear you talk about where all of this came from, right? And so if you could just kind of give a glimpse, you know, where did the affirming come from for you to have all of this uh, confidence in who you are? Was was it intentionally or did you just absorb where you needed to get it from? You know, that's a really good question. And Mm -hmm. I don't think I've ever thought hard about it, but Mm -hmm. just to like speak from where I feel like what I I feel about it right now, Mm -hmm. I think it was something that, you know, how we grew up in black and brown communities. Mm -hmm. It was something that I grew because, you know, I needed to survive in these situations. So mm-hmm. I grew thicker skin. I grew and I t- had to teach myself how to love myself if I wanted to maneuver through this world. And um, one cool thing, though, is I did grow up, grow up in a family with beautiful black people of darker skin tones. Mm-hmm. So a lot of, you know, the negative things that I got was outside of my home. Okay. So I'm very thankful for that because even when I came home, I was affirmed mm-hmm. uh, for who I was and what I looked like, you know, mm-hmm. um, even though... People outside of the home, black people, brown people, and well as white people were, mm-hmm. you know, you had to deal with those same things around colorism. Mm-hmm. But it was me just growing up. I always think I had a little fierceness, too. I don't think I'll ever be scared. I was a kid <laughs> when I was younger that would do any sport, see if I could jump off the roof, tie some sheets together out the window. It's like fun. So I've always had an extremely fearless personality, like super competitive mm-hmm. in sports. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think I just... Harness that into something I was passionate about. And, like, I am also a person who loves to speak up for other people. Yeah. Like, girl, if you ain't going to say nothing, right. don't worry. I got us all. <laughs> and so that's kind of where, you know, the brand and a lot of the work I do. Like, mm-hmm. you know, why are we showing up in these spaces? Why should we feel less than because of the color of our skin or, you mm-hmm. know, l- less intelligent mm-hmm. or we need to be in the background? And I just don't feel that that's the case. Well, I know that, you know, and I think we all do. Mm-hmm. Um, but being able to speak up about it and use your voice, right. you know, effectively. And also just be myself when I use it. Like sometimes, like, 
people are like, oh, you're so intelligent, you're so smart. Oh, I, it gets real though. <laughs> like, and I don't have no problem about that because right. that's who I am. I'm right. From Detroit, I grew up right. in Southwest Detroit, mm-hmm. and it's just all of who I am. And I'm comfortable now too expressing mm-hmm. that, and that's something I had to learn too. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, you try to hide certain parts of yourself, mm-hmm. but it was just me, you know, channeling the fierceness that I've always had in me, or I was. I was born with, I want to say, mm-hmm. into something that I was very passionate about. Like, right. I, I'll wake up and I'm thinking about this. I'm going to bed thinking about this. And I'm mm-hmm. like, oh, this is it. Yeah. You know, yeah. so. So, so Deirdre, uh, with the Eumelanin line, um, if someone would like to get in touch with you uh, to purchase some of your items, be it the clothing or your jewelry, mm-hmm. how may they do that? So you can purchase everything online. The company was originally started as full e-commerce website. Um, it's an awesome website, by the way, so check it out. And it's www.eu, M as in Michael, E-L-A-N as in Nancy, I-N as in Nancy.com. Mm-hmm. So it's www.umelanin.com. Um, the fact that I own that dot com, like right out, mm-hmm. is a whole nother reason they weren't checking for black and brown people. Like I own the dot com, <laughs> the dot org. When I thought of the idea, I was like, oh, y'all sleeping on us. Yeah, I thought to yeah. take up all this. No trademarks is in place for the word wow. yet. Like so Powerful. It, that's how I realized how original of idea was. Mm-hmm. So it's it's dope. It's dope. But yes, please check out the website. Mm-hmm. And then Motor City Steam, if someone would like to support uh, by donating, how may they do that? Yes, you can contact us at www.motorcitysteam.com um, or you can even email us at info at motorcitysteam.com. Okay. Yes. And then you are the, uh, you work with Michigan Science Center um, around the STEMINista program and if someone wanted to um, look into that um, possibly for their daughter, uh, how may they get in touch with STEMINista? Yes, so I am the program manager of the Seminista program. And if you want to get in touch with Seminista, you can actually go to the Michigan Science Center website Mm -hmm. and just type in Seminista, and it'll send you right to our email. Um, But if you pop up at the Michigan Science Center and you're there visiting, we would love you to come visit. And you can Mm -hmm. talk to us while we're there in the office. Just let somebody know you want to speak with someone from the Seminista project or you want to hear more about the Seminista project. We are... Right now, we are trying to get as many black and brown girls involved in this program. It's such a good program that we're developing and curating, and we're literally just getting started. Yeah. So we would love to have your daughters come on and be a part. So Yeah, it's amazing. And so the age group, what are we, what are we targeting for uh, the ages for the uh, Seminista program? So the whole point of the STEMinista program is to get more black and brown girls interested in STEM at earlier ages. The reason we target fourth through eighth grade, fourth through eighth graders, which are middle schoolers, um, is because we want to catch them before they get to high school and things are harder to learn. We want to catch them before you know you're, they're hearing that girls don't do science or girls mm-hmm. don't do math. We kind of want to change that whole um, ideal, and you know we want to help plant those seeds. Mm-hmm. Like you don't have to go into STEM. But if you're not going to go into it, you need to know it exists. Right. You know, it's it's one thing when you make a decision when you're when you have all the decisions in front of you. It's one thing when you don't even know. Right. Um. So that's why the program is designed, and we want to get as many girls in the program so they can change the world tomorrow. You know, yeah. change the world for all black and brown people, their issues, women issues, mm-hmm. and have their seat at the table and run the meeting. So yeah, that's what's up. That's what's up. We're gonna take one more break, sis, and we're gonna come right back, and we're gonna talk about spirituality and inspiration. Okay. All right. Alrighty. 
here at Izzy is super duper excited to announce the expansion of our services. We now provide eco-friendly commercial janitorial services, post-construction cleaning, and subscription strategic beautification services. The Detroit area has praised our work along corridors, so bringing our signature strategic beautification indoors not only makes sense, it allows us to continue to leave people, places, and things better than we found them. Give us a call today for eco-friendly commercial janitorial, post-construction cleaning, or subscription strategic beautification services. Contact Izzy at 866-97-IZZY. That's 866-97-49943. Or email us at info at IzzyLLC.com. Hey everyone, you are back. We're listening to Community where we talk about unique pathways and one common goal. And I have my young sis with me, Deirdre Roberson, uh, Miss uh, Steam, the (laughs) chemist, uh, the owner of Umelanin, which is an amazing brand. Uh, She's just phenomenal. She just blew me away when I met her. And so I'm so glad she's in the studio with me today. So sis, when we get to this part of the show... Um, I like to talk about spirituality. Um, I also like to give a homage to Martha Jenna Queen, which is, she was an icon here in the city of Detroit, owned a radio station in the 60s and 70s and the 80s, um, and she had a show called Inspiration Time. And so this um, segment is a homage to her. And so at this point in your life, Deirdre, how do you express your spirituality? What does that look like? At this point in my life, I express my spirituality. It's through prayer mm-hmm. it's through meditation mm-hmm. it's through listening to my needs and like just shutting it down i think i even told audrey like january yeah. if it wasn't mandatory i shut it down yeah like it was just things are overwhelming but being trying to be in tune with myself mm-hmm. and not letting the the world pretty much run me ragged so right. it's just really understanding my needs because if i'm not meeting my needs i can't be of service to anyone else right um, but definitely a lot of prayer mm-hmm. uh, meditating mm-hmm. listening to my needs mm-hmm. uh, I, oh, I love to read. Oh. So you read how many books in January? So, so far, I've read four. Okay. Yeah, and they were all about a new area that I was looking in. It was marketing this month, so I've been giving myself topics. Okay. Um, but I've learned so much in marketing, I'm going to read like five more. Like, mm-hmm. it's like, it's a whole game changer. Like, yeah. even the way you, you think about, the way you talk and interact with people. Mm-hmm. So, um, but that's my way. Um, and a cool fact about mm-hmm. reading books, too, is like, if you read a book about a special area, you're 98% more knowledgeable than the average person mm. because people don't read books or they right. don't study things in depth. And it just really, it's really saved me a lot in my entrepreneurship journey. Like, you mm-hmm. know, we sometimes want everybody to give us the details, but if you just approach them with some knowledge and it's like, oh, you know, they feel like this is an equal talk. You right, know? right. So it's been giving, it's been giving me a lot of gems on how I maneuver the entrepreneurship journey. Cause it's, you know, and I think sometimes we get in the, space that we need to be doing 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 mm-hmm. um but you need to be learning as well you yeah. need to be teachable you need to take a step back yeah. because a lot of the doing you could be doing more efficiently mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. if you actually just took the time to learn things first right so. when we were on the panel and um you know i was telling you a couple things and you you gave me a nugget you know from from something that you read and i was like wow that's 
That's what's up. So yeah. I I appreciate that. I know you know, didn't even know you gave me a nugget, but I I've kept it. I'll I'll tell you about it another okay. time. Yeah. But yeah, that's good stuff. You know, um, to take the time to make sure that you are. Um, allowing yourself to learn so that you can operate at your optimum, for sure. You know, level, right? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, because you are one that is meticulous mm-hmm. about her brand, right? And for sure. Oh, it, very. Yeah, very. yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's funny you mentioned the melanin wall, and I still have to just tell this really interesting mm-hmm. story. You say how you came into the store. Mm-hmm. Um, it was literally a day before when I was standing in a space and I'm looking at the store. This is my creative side now. Speak to me. I'm like, something's missing. Mm-hmm. Something's missing. I literally went out and bought those paints the day before and designed that wall out and did it. And it took me like all day to finish it. And like that was the last thing. And now it stuck with me as I moved to my yeah. space. But yeah. now it's something that it's almost one and the same with the brand. Right. But it was just me like, something's missing. Like, what is that extra? Sis. So it actually became the backdrop to my brand yeah. in a lot of ways. Yeah. But it was just me like... The day before. The day before. Like, I pulled the tape out, tape off the wall mm-hmm. from the painting probably a few hours. Before we mm-hmm. came. Before everybody came. Wow. So wow, it's wow, pretty wow. cool how everything just came together. Yeah. Yeah. And your momentum, right? So... You know, you left there and then down to Corktown mm-hmm. um, and just, you know, you said you had some dollar, you know, a, a dollar goal that you wanted to meet. Mm-hmm. You met that. Yeah. You know, that's amazing. That's powerful. Yeah. Things have been working out um, and aligning. Things have been extremely tough. Mm-hmm. You know, I tell people all the time, I hear no all the time, like it's a jingle bell. No, 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 no. Um, but it just doesn't phase me. It's just like, oh, you just don't get it. Right. Oh, you're just in the way. Mm-hmm. It's like, all right, you're going you gonna to regret this later. Or, right. or maybe you won't, mm-hmm. and I'm not bothered by it at all, you know? Right. Um, but it's amazing, though, when you talk to people, and they just get it. Mm-hmm. You know? So mm-hmm. I love that feeling. Too. Yeah. Like, they just get it. Yeah. Just like, that's good stuff. So what inspires you? Because because you get up every day to do the good work. So the the work that you do with Steminista, mm-hmm. the work that you do with Motor City Steam, and ultimately the work that you do with you melanin. That's the good work. What what inspires you to get up every day to do the good work? What inspires me to get up every day is to know that the work I'm doing is not just for my own benefit. Like I'm benefiting the people who come after me. Mm-hmm. I'm addressing issues that society needs to pay attention to. I'm here to say, like, you're not going to keep ignoring this, and not just for my sake, but for all those around me. Mm-hmm. You know, because sometimes I even think about, like, how colorism has affected me in my life and how I felt, mm-hmm. but also how strong and resilient I am, and I haven't let it phase me. And that's not everybody, right. you know? So I I don't mind being a voice for people um, in, those, in those spaces or as I maneuver the world, mm-hmm. but just... The work that's changing the way people see themselves, yeah. you know, that's ways that society has told you you should see yourself. Right. Like, how powerful is that when people start, be like, oh, I don't know why I believe this about myself mm-hmm. when I should believe that. I don't know why I feel like I need to use bleaching cream. I'm beautiful just the way I was created. Like, right. I don't know why I didn't think I could be a scientist or I don't know, you know, mm-hmm. you know, people... Or even, you know, I hear a lot about, oh, you're, you're a chemist and you think, this is amazing. And I, and I love hearing that. Mm-hmm. But I attended Xavier University in Louisiana. It's the number one school for creating black chemists, yeah. doctors. And yes. so when I was in school, I was, me and my, you know, everybody was that. <laughs> I didn't feel special. I'm right. like, I need to get better grades because right. I got to stand out. Right. So it's interesting now, you know, to be in the real world. It's like, mm-hmm. where are we? Yeah. You know? 
And I think that's the beauty of it in the community that I felt going to school down there and being in that atmosphere, how it allowed me to flourish. Mm -hmm. And now I can flourish in these other spaces because I was already affirmed in my intellect, in my skill, and I know what I know. Right. And not because you're telling me or I'm, I need you to validate me, it's because I already know. Right. But like, <laughs> you know, so it's just, it's just amazing. And I think mm -hmm. these are the things that get me up every morning. Mm -hmm. And I'm off... I'm ready to go. Like, mm -hmm. you know, it's work to be done. Right. You know, and I, sometimes I have to tell myself to slow down because they're like, it's always work to be done. And like, I'll hit a goal or accomplish something. I'm like, well, there's still more work to be done. Mm -hmm. But it's still more work to be done. And yeah. that's why I'm getting up. It's still people that benefit from the work mm -hmm. that we all do every day. And that's what's in the front of my mind. I don't, I can't even put my finger on like the last something that maybe I was really gung-ho or passionate about that didn't involve like community mm -hmm. like you know I think that's a central or it's a focal point of my work right you know so. right and I appreciate you I have a I have a 10 year old niece and we had some alone time and we're, we were having a good time she was showing me the gifts that she had gotten and she looked at me and she said um, she said auntie why is my skin so dark mm. it broke my heart broke my heart she just turned 10 Wow. Right. And so you you know I adore you. I tell you I adore you. I tell you I'm proud of you. Um but just just that little nugget. Mm -hmm. You know, somebody that I love and adore, this little one. And only yeah. ten. Only and the ten. world is already telling her right. something different. This this something's wrong with mm -hmm. her. And so um I just appreciate you that much more for the work that you do. Thank you. Yeah. That just motivated me and inspired me to like continue to push it forward. Yeah. So. Yeah. So thank you. And you know, with everything that you have going on, for you to take the time and come and be in the studio with me and Val, we appreciate you. Keep going. Uh, we're going to have a group kind of thing where we bring the guests that we've had on. Yeah. We're approaching our one year anniversary. We're going to oh, have a little something. Thank you. Thank yes, you. Thank awesome. you. Okay. <laughs> and uh, we're going to get everybody together so everybody can meet and see what happens from that. So awesome. we'll have you for that. Okay. Yes. And thank you for having me. This is awesome. My pleasure. My and you pleasure. got the you got the podcast voice, okay? My <laughs> <laughs> smooth. <laughs> Thank you. So smooth and calm. Thank like, you. Amazing. Thank you. I appreciate <laughs> it. Yes. Okay. So, uh, community fam, uh, until next time, this is your girl Audra, and I remember to like, share, subscribe, and always listen on Stitcher, Google Play, Apple Store, and Spotify. You're listening to the Detroit is Different Podcast Network.